it'll be good to uh, just hang out with some cool, angry women. Hey y'all, it's Christina, uh, the host of Pickles and Vodka, a mental health podcast where, oh my god, you know, I'm not going to cut that. I've tried making this recording so many times and I keep starting over and it's not going to happen this time, damn it. So yeah, this is the fucking imperfect podcast where imperfect people have imperfect conversations. Um, As previously stated, I am Christina, your host and um this is gonna be an interesting episode i'm in my kitchen right now um my partner is in the other room with headphones on he's listening to music it's hard to record in a studio apartment sometimes when you live with another person i usually go to my parents to do this but today i was just like fuck it i want an easy day i don't want to leave the house (laughs) so he's just been over there for the last hour with headphones blasting so he doesn't accidentally listen to any of this riveting content and I just walked in to use the bathroom he was like oh are you done I was like uh I haven't started yet I was having a technical difficulty and then without any hesitation he responded life is a technical difficulty he gets it he really gets it uh right now um as I said I'm sitting in my kitchen both of my cats are in the cat tree next to me which is quite rare and they're sleeping It's really adorable. Um, I'll post a picture on the Instagram later. We all need more cat pictures these days. (laughs) I have a cat Instagram, actually. It's at Ruby and Little Fang. I post there quite regularly. It's great for my mental health. Give it a follow if you need more cat pics in your life. Um, But yeah, my cats are sitting next to me, which is nice because I'm feeling really anxious right now and angry and um, discontent and like restless and just... Uh, not good. Like, my stomach's been bothering me all day. I don't know. I personally feel like sometimes I tune out the really bad shit that's happening because I feel like I won't be able to make a difference and and paying attention to it is just going to make me even crazier. And it's a really hard line to walk between awareness and... Uh, what's the word? Ignorance. Jesus. Awareness and ignorance. Because you want to be aware, but you don't want to agitate your anxiety or whatever. Um, And so that can lead some, myself included, to isolate uh, and shelter myself from things. And that just makes me ignorant. And I've been ignorant in the past. Um, If you're new to the podcast, I grew up in a fundamentalist Christian family and... I was in a bubble for until I was like 17. I lived in that bubble and I didn't fully leave it until I was 20. So I think being aware is painful, but being ignorant is more painful uh, for me personally. Um, I don't know. That sounds cringy as fuck. I'm not enlightened or anything. I don't have the answers. I, I don't do enough and I feel like shit about it most of the time and... I don't know. I'm just doing what I can do. I've had this um, post-it note on my desk for a while that that makes me happy. It says, all I can do is all I can do. 
um, my coworker Shannon said it at one point. I forget what we were talking about, but I wrote it down because it's like, seriously, all I can do is all I can do. Um, maybe tomorrow I'll be able to do more, but right now all I can do is all I can do. And I'm just going to accept it and not be too hard on myself. So that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just trying to sit down and put something out there to let y'all know that I'm here, I'm feeling things, and we're in this together, honestly. Um, real quick, before I forget, next week I am going on a motorcycle trip to New York to see, um, well, it's an event. It's a like an all-women's motorcycle camping trip in, in upstate New York, and my friend Rachel is hosting it. Um, she was on a recent episode uh, about motherhood and mental health and weed and motorcycles and all this other fun stuff. But um, she's going to be there and I'll be able to, you know, take a few pictures of us together for the first time since, uh, I don't know, 2017, I think. Jesus. I hadn't even started the podcast yet. I feel like pickles and vodka has always just been here, but like when I think about a time when I didn't have a podcast, it's super weird. Like, what did I do with all these thoughts? Um, <laughs> I actually journaled more. I thought about digging out an old journal to read an entry for you guys in this episode, but honestly, it's just exhausting. Like I, I don't have anything in mind. And I find that when I, like, when I just try to go through it all without a purpose, it just takes forever. And uh, what I really want to do is just, um, oh yeah. What, I was telling you all about the motorcycle trip. Uh, it's really hard for me to focus right now, if you can't tell. My brain is just all over the place. Um, I feel like something's off. I felt this way since Friday uh, when I heard the news about Roe v. Wade. I just feel like something's off, and it's not fun. So I'm <laughs> not apologizing for my all-over-the-place-ness, but, you know, trying to explain it. So yeah, the motorcycle trip is next week. I will be in New York Friday through Sunday. It's gonna be really great. Um, I think it'll be really good to just go spend some time in the wilderness with a bunch of strong ass women. <laughs> Given you know the current events, I think that's exactly what I need actually. But um, I'm not gonna do a podcast that week is what I'm saying. Uh, when I get back, I will tell you all how it went post some cool pictures, um, and it's going to be great. But yeah, um, as it stands, I am barely going to be able to put this out because, I don't know, my thoughts are all over the place. But maybe that's the content we need right now because everyone I know feels like this. Like, everyone I know is angry and sad and feels helpless. And you're definitely not alone. Definitely not. <sighs> it's... Oh, my sister just texted me oh she got a haircut this is bonnie my sister from the snow cone episode uh, the wacko episode alternately titled um but so yesterday uh, this is a total change of topic but i feel anxious and this helps so yesterday i did something totally crazy um for lack of a better word i actually there are a lot of better words i'm trying to use the word crazy less God, do you hear the speed at which my brain is operating right now? It's exhausting. But anyway, <laughs> Bonnie has been wanting to do something to my hair for a while now, and I've been really bored with my hair lately. And so she dyed half my hair like dark brown, and then she bleached the other half like white. So I have 
I'm currently sporting a split tone bleach dye. Uh, it looks fucking amazing. Uh, I can already hear the Cruella jokes pouring in. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's funny that I got it like weeks before turning 30. Because <laughs> why not, right? I don't know a better way to start a new decade, just get a crazy haircut. You can start like a whole new person. I honestly feel like my 30s are going to be my best decade. If not best, definitely. I think they will help me find who I am and grow into that person more. I mean, at least, right? I, I feel like after going through everything I have in my 20s that I at least should know who I am a little bit more. Uh, but that's a path that we'll be walking forever, really. Um, so there's three things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about a recent podcast that I was on as a guest. It's really cool. It's all about uh, drugs, specifically weed, and the effect it has on mental health. It's awesome. Um, and then I also want to talk about last week's pickle poll. Uh, Y'all sent in some really great answers, and I'm going to read them, and then I even have a voicemail to play, so that's great. Um, and then I got a really cool piece of fan art from one of my listeners, and I just wanted to talk about that. So I guess I, I'll actually just start by that. Um, I got some cool fan art from a listener. Orion has been listening to the podcast for a while now, and I don't even remember how long. But I noticed that they have some really cool art on their page, and I always like it and stuff. And so one day they messaged me, and they were like, can I send you fan art? And I was like, um, yes. So Friday, I think, was when I got it. And they sent, like, four pieces of art. They sent a pink card with an illustration of Snoopy, like in a chef's hat with a plate of dinner in front of him and he's smoking a bunch of blunts. I think it's really cute. Um, there's a, a picture of some rollerblades with skulls on them and flames and they're purple and turquoise and it says skate or die. And it's on this like vibrant green background. It's very punk rock, very cute. Um, and then they sent this, uh, I don't even know. It's a, it's like a, a picture of this it's a sexy it's a sex it's a sex picture holy fuck can you tell I was raised homeschooled um but yeah it's just like a picture of a bunch of people having orgies and there's chains and it's really cute um it's very avant-garde if you know what I mean and then the piece resistance there is a painting of a jar of pickles with a shot glass of vodka next to it and then it says imperfect and okay in these like thin slanted letters and it it's on a blue background it's so cute um i i don't know why i'm like describing these for y'all because you saw the pictures i posted a few days ago but i just was so blown away that someone cared enough to send me art so you can rest assured that the the pickle portrait <laughs> will remain one of my most treasured possessions for many years to come. My partner and I are actually about to move into a bigger apartment and we'll actually have a, an office in there so I can set up a corner of it for my podcast. I'm so excited. Um, I will definitely display this in a place where everyone can see it. And yeah, thank you so much. Um, okay, moving on to the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is I was a guest on a podcast about drugs, and it was pretty fun. 
I go on Reddit sometimes to find guests, at least I have in the past. I'm trying to do it a little more, but it's kind of a hit or miss on there. Um, a lot of times I find people who are just interested in promoting themselves or uh, they want to promise like self-help services. I don't know. I, I don't know. Obviously, I've had professionals on in the past and they've been amazing and helpful. And I, I, I don't think anyone I've had on has been like this, but it's kind of hard to, to weed through and find the good ones. You know what I mean? So um, that's why I've kind of been avoiding Reddit. I've, I've been sticking to people I know. Um, with the exception, of course, of uh, last episode's guest, Kayla, who I found on Facebook. But that's another story. Why am I even saying this? Oh, yeah. I was on Reddit, and this guy posted wanting guests for a cannabis podcast. They just smoke and talk about a bunch of different topics. And I was like, oh, my God, I can talk about cannabis and mental health because um, I'm a late bloomer to weed. I only started, like, smoking daily in 2020. But it's really positively affected me, and I talk about it on this podcast. So, oh my god, I'm so bad at this. The podcast's name is Bong Loads and BS. The host is Evan. He's the main host. Uh, there's been a few different co-hosts over the years. Um, I did not get to meet the, co- the current co-host because uh, he was out sick, but I had a wonderful chat with Evan. We talked a lot about um, the stigma with weed, and uh, I shared a lot of things that I haven't shared on here yet. A lot of (laughs) very dark conversations. I think I I went a little bit darker than I would have on Pickles and Vodka. So yeah, if you want to go listen to that, go check it out. I will have the link in the description below. And yeah, it's great. Evan was amazing and I had a lot of fun. Uh, I just love talking about drugs. I feel like I felt quite free to discuss it since his podcast was all about drugs. I don't know. I felt like this barrier had been removed. Um, can you hear like the energy leaving me as I speak? Like I I had all this stuff I wanted to talk about earlier and now I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm I'm only in the intro and I'm so tired. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a weird episode. Um, mostly I just wanted to say hi. I guess this would qualify as a mini episode, a mini-sode. I tried to put out a few minisodes back in the day. I guess, like, currently, I, this is episode 86, but in reality, I have, like, 90 episodes because of the the minisodes I've put out. I don't know how people keep track with, like, bigger podcasts, but I'm getting off track again. I feel like just sitting for a second and gathering my thoughts, maybe... We all just need a break from the talking for a second. Instead of talking, maybe we should just be vaping more instead. (laughs) My cat left her place on the cat tree and now she's lying down right underneath my feet. It's very cute. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I I know I did a, a little pitch already, but the podcast I was on is really cool, and um, I want to be more open on this podcast. Like, it's always been a goal of mine, uh, talking about mental health. I need elevator music right now. All right, so I took a breather, 
Um, and I gathered the results of the latest pickle poll, which again is, um, actually I don't think I've said what it is yet. My bad. The question I asked you all was, what aspect of your mental health do you find hardest to explain? Because neurodivergency comes in many wave shapes and forms, and we're pretty bad at understanding each other sometimes. And, or I should say, we're sometimes we're bad at knowing ourselves, first of all, but then explaining it to other people is like a whole new ball game. It's, I, I have not come close to mastering it, which is one reason I wanted to ask this question to see if other people had the same sort of things. So, um, I had a couple answers to this one that I wanted to talk about. First, um, my friend Aidy says that the aspect of their mental health they find hardest to explain is why change, even good change, is so difficult for me. And I kind of have the opposite problem where if I'm, if I don't change, or rather if I don't facilitate an external change, Every so often I get anxious and restless and discontent and just want to do something about it. And that can manifest itself uh, in big life changes. Or if I don't make a big life change, sometimes I'll just take it out on myself instead. Like I'll create the drama that I crave from the external event and I'll create it in my personal life. And that's not good. So I, I guess I'm trying to say change isn't difficult for me it's like adapting afterward that's so difficult for me but yeah I change is hard I mean I I know that AD is a fan of my cat Instagram that I mentioned earlier and um I, I don't even know if I mentioned it earlier uh, I've recorded this so many times I don't remember what I included in the beginning of this one full disclosure uh yeah my cat Instagram you're a fan of it so you'll enjoy this story um Ruby has been acting out lately and it's been hard to understand why she'll do things like pee on the floor at the most random times um, and you know we've gotten rid of all carpets in our house we've have two litter boxes that we scoop daily we try, tried changing the brand and all this stuff we vacuum daily like she she won't stop peeing in these random places and she's healthy like I don't it's nothing physical that we know of but when I sit down and think about it, like, she has been through a shit ton of change, and she doesn't react well to it. Like, cats are creatures of habits. Um, I, I can relate very strongly to that sometimes. I, I'm sure you can relate very strongly to that. And Ruby has, uh, since uh, my ex and I adopted her in 2016, she's moved across the country three times. She has been with me through two hospitalizations, during which she had to be taken care of by strangers. Um, during COVID, I was away from her for six weeks. I, it didn't mean it to be six weeks. It was only supposed to be two weeks. And basically, like, there was an unfortunate misunderstanding with the people that were watching her. And she was neglected um, more than, like, she she was basically neglected by accident. Like, it was a crazy time. And I don't blame these people. But, like she was traumatized and then I got a cat another cat and I sometimes I wonder if I shouldn't have done that also but I don't know Fang is the pride and joy of my life and I can't imagine life without him um but like Ruby's been through a lot and each time something crazy happens in our lives I I worry that 
her anxiety will worsen and that she won't be able to bounce back and be the same cat afterwards. And I do beat myself up about that a lot. Um, I know I'm a good cat mom. Like, I love her very much. I'll never desert her, but I don't know. The reason I'm saying all this is just because change is hard. Even good change. Like, Ruby got hella stressed out moving into this apartment, even though it was twice as big as the one in Seattle that we just come from. Another example is she had, like, she's a long-haired cat, and she gets little dingleberries stuck in the fur around her butt sometimes. And so the other day, my partner and I had to hold her down and, like, take 10 or 15 minutes to just... Oh, I got an email. That sound makes me so anxious now. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, dingleberries and ruby. So, anyway... Uh, we had to cut out all these poopy chunks of hair from around her butt. And I was like, first of all, I was like, okay, I guess I am a cat, a good cat mom if I'm doing this. Um, but she felt amazing afterward. Like I've never seen her so, so carefree. She was just running around the apartment with her tail up high and it was good for her. But when it was happening, she hated it. And so like even good change hurts when you're going through it. Because you don't always know it's good change. Like, that's the thing. You don't always know that the change you're going through is going to end up being productive. Uh, it's kind of a, a chance that we all have to take. Or sometimes we don't even take, may have the choice. Like, like the stuff going on right now in America, we don't have the choice. It would appear that things are getting worse. Uh, I want to be hopeful and keep trying, but it's really hard to do that sometimes. So, oh God, the the whole reason I went off on that was to say uh, thank you, Adi, for your, your answer. Um, Orion, who is the same person who sent me the fan art, uh, answered this pickle poll. So uh, the aspect of their mental health that they find hardest to explain. Uh, they say, I struggle to communicate when I need to be alone, like really alone, so I can feel safe and release the tension that builds up when I'm behaving around people. If I don't get that solitude, I will have a breakdown in public. It's beyond an introvert thing, more of a side effect of anxiety, curse of being excessively self-aware and being in defense mode no matter who is nearby. I do love being with people, but I love being unobserved. Very hard to explain. Um, So I have to read this one a few times because I think I can definitely relate. Like they talk about struggling to communicate when they need to be alone. I'm also an introvert, but I need to be around people. Like, I love people. If I was by myself all day, I would probably go a little mad. But also being around people drains me, and I have pretty bad anxiety. And so at a certain point, it it is like a curse of being excessively self-aware and being in defense mode no matter who is nearby. Like, that's what they said in their message, and I can 100% relate. It's like it's a curse because you have to be around people but then when you're around people you're just so self-aware you can't even enjoy being around people and then being in defense mode no matter who's nearby like that one hit me hard because I don't know I feel like I'm always in defense mode it's it's a coping mechanism like you've learned to be that you you might have learned to be that way because you always were defending yourself against something and if you let your guard down then you would suffer so um, it's very valid the way you feel um, I wish I knew what to say, but I, I don't, I don't know. It is very hard to explain to people, but the first step is talking about it, right? To maybe a person that you feel safe doing so with. 
This is the dumbest podcast I've ever made, y'all. I'm very sorry. <laughs> I know, I just apologized, and I said I wouldn't anymore. That's strike one, but I don't know. I, I just feel like this is so stupid sometimes. <sighs> I think it'll be good to have a break. It'll be good to not be on my phone all the time and just get into nature and uh, just hang out with some cool angry women (laughs) Uh, what probably will happen is we're just gonna like sunbathe and smoke weed and like hopefully not break down it's my first long trip with this new bike and I'm kind of nervous because it's been like four years since I did something like this Uh, but I I spent a good amount of money on like gear and stuff and I am feeling pretty good about it and I'm going with someone that I met on Instagram through Rachel someone who lives in the area and is riding with me so I won't be alone so that'll be good so Orion thank you for your answer to the pickle poll last but certainly not least I have a voicemail from Alyssa at Flesh Daddy uh, the one and only Alyssa always sends voicemails and I I really appreciate it and I hope Alyssa that you don't think I'm taking advantage of you or like um, not that uh, taking you for granted that's the word I hope you don't think I'm taking you for granted but I really appreciate your voicemails and you are you're very concise and well-spoken and I just really appreciate you in fact you should just like start telling people that you're a communications manager for a very big podcast in the mental health field I, I give you my permission. You can, uh, I, I won't, won't pay you anything, and um, <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Uh, it's a title only, just to be clear. It's, it's a title only. You won't have to do anything different, but I, I honestly feel like at this point, you're part of the show, at least part of my solo episodes, and I kind of think of you as my unofficial communications manager. Uh, I don't know. If you have an alternate title, feel free to, to shoot it my way. We'll discuss. Uh, mostly it's just bragging rights. <laughs> hey, guess what? I send voicemails to this random podcast on the internet and I talk about things that I can't talk about in real life. What's it called? Pickles and vodka. That was stupid. This whole thing is stupid. I just want to quit. Honestly, I just sometimes I just want to quit. Um, but I'm not going to because I love this. <laughs> as anxious as I am. It helps. It really helps. All right. Um, Alyssa sent in a voicemail to the question, what is one aspect of your mental health that is hard to explain? I find it really difficult to explain to people that when I get extremely anxious or overstimulated because of my ADHD, um, that I get angry. I get, I get completely irritated. I'm just, I'm irate. And it is this inner combat with myself to not go off on people, not snap at anybody I don't mean to, but then I kind of shut down because I'm not trying to snap at anybody, but I'm also really uncomfortable. And it could be a number of different things that set me off. It could be um, something as, as, as small as my clothes being too tight will just send me spiraling. And then I want to go home and I just am overstimulated and people don't, understand that and and no matter how many times I tell them like it's not you I'm just anxious people don't get that anxiety doesn't necessarily mean you know just hyperventilating or panic attacks even people with anxiety don't seem to get it um, because anxiety shows differently in individual people Uh, so I have a friend 
who also has anxiety, but her anxiety is more, uh, she scratches herself a lot and she hyperventilates and she kind of goes into panic attacks. And so her onsets, like my onset is being snippy and irritated. Her onsets is kind of scratching at herself with her nails. So it shows up differently. So she doesn't quite understand why I get irritated because it's not a typical response that she has with her anxiety. It's very fair for people not to want to be around it. It's very fair. You know, nobody wants their friend to become the ultimate party pooper because they're overstimulated or they're anxious. So what I normally try to do is drive everywhere myself. And if I get to that point, I usually try to leave. But there have been countless times where people just kind of get upset at me for leaving. So I'm in that damned if you do, damned if you don't situation. And it is my, it's the bane of my existence. It's just, I, I, I don't like that aspect of myself and I don't know how to get people to understand like that part of me. And, and though I can't control it, I found ways to mitigate it, but it does involve internalizing a lot of it. And it's really hard to hide that part of me for so long and then go home and the next day be 10 times worse than I was the day previous. Uh, just because I had to hold on to it for so long. And this is just one that outwardly affected other people. And that's why it was so hard for me to explain to other people because there was no way for me to really hide that one. Um, there are other aspects of my mental health and my mental illnesses that I absolutely would have probably had a lot harder time of explaining to other people if I had not hid it so well and just did not disclose those issues. Um, for example, my eating disorder. Nobody really knew I had an eating disorder unless I told somebody or unless I was directly living with them and they could see my eating habits. Um, I find that to be the hardest one to express to my husband. That was one that he didn't really understand. Um, but as far as everybody else, nobody else knew. <laughs> And of course, those aspects of neurodivergency that I absolutely mask out in public and I mask with my friends uh, that they, they probably wouldn't get if I was home. But there are things like the neurodivergency that my husband does not question. So it's really that give or take. It really depends on the person and, and what, I, what exactly I'm disclosing. Um, but I think the one that's universal where no matter what, nobody really gets is the anger. Well, I think it's interesting how once you know what someone's struggling with, you start seeing the signs and you start, like things start making sense and it's easier to understand them. But until you disclose that to people, some of your behavior might not make sense at all. It's like a mystery, honestly. <laughs> like you, you try to figure it out, but unless they tell you, it's like, how would you know? So it's interesting that you were talking about your eating disorder, how those behaviors didn't make sense to people until maybe you told them and then at least you would be able to explain it like they didn't have to understand but you could at least have something to say like this is why I'm doing this I wish I had that kind of answer for everything um, the older I get the more I understand myself the the more it slowly starts to make sense uh, but honestly I don't know some things might just be a mystery forever until I can afford therapy again at least um Thanks to everyone who answered. I really love having these conversations. It's at least something to talk about, right? Like, and if you have an idea for a pickle pull, hit me up. 
it's hard for me to always come up with questions that I think people will like to answer. You gotta, like, I want to be funny, but I also want it to be a substantial conversation. So, um, if you have a question that you have for your fellow uh, hot and spicy pickles, ew, I don't like that. I don't know what to call y'all. The listeners. You're just the listeners. Have a question for your fellow listeners? Uh, I can make sure that people see it and answer it and we can have a conversation about it and it'll be cool. Um, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel like really unhinged right now and kind of, um, I, I think I just need to go outside. It's, it's a beautiful evening. The sun's starting to set. I think my partner and I are going to go downtown and walk by the water and just like have a cute little waterside moment. I I wish that this update was cleaner uh, and more polished. I wish that it was more concise and more positive, more funny and all that jazz. Um, I just wish, I wish that I felt better right now. I guess it all comes down to, I, I wish I was feeling better right now. But if like me, you are feeling worse and the state of the world just makes you not want to do anything, then you're not alone. Um, I feel like it too. Uh, I did make some stickers a while back that I just got in last night and they are really cute and tiny and pink. They're in the shape of a, a, a hanger and then the, the words are like in the shape of the hanger and it says abortion is radical health care. Um, it's hard to explain. If you follow me on Instagram, uh, I'll post the the picture, but I'm sending them out for free to people just because I want to do something. And if you want one, hit me up. I do have a limited amount of them, but I will ship to anyone in the U.S. I put one on my water bottle. It's it's very cute. Hit me up if you want a cute little sticker that says "Abortion is Radical Healthcare." I also have some other stickers that I'm I'm gonna launch later that y'all will be really excited about. But for now, this is just a little taste. I don't know, man. I just want to feel like I'm doing something. Even if that something is just making people feel a little a little better than that, that's okay. I'll take it. Um, so yeah, I will see you all two weeks from now. One last thing that I wanted to share was this post on Facebook I saw. And basically... Oh, the sirens are going off. This is a shit show. I'm gonna vape. Audio shit anyway. I need to quit vaping too, but I feel like that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Harm reduction, right? Okay, there they go. So, this Facebook post says, Be firm about your choices right now. Don't go backwards to habits and situations that weren't helping you evolve. You have to keep reminding yourself why you even decided to move forward. Stay positive about what's to come by being consistent with your change now. So it's basically saying, like, remember the things you used to do and they weren't helping you. So, like, just be consistent with the change. Like, trust the process. And you hopefully won't have to go back there. Um, so I reposted it with this caption. Uh, for me personally... The desire to relapse is never more justified than when the world is turning upside down. If you're struggling, I might not have any answers, but my inbox is open for accountability. I posted this on my uh, personal Facebook, by the way, but this goes for my podcast listeners too, obviously. Uh, It's easier to make a difference when we take care of ourselves first. 
closing out the episode, uh, just remember that you can't make a difference if you're treating yourself like shit. And it, it might feel tempting to go back to old behaviors right now. Um, like, why even try to take care of ourselves when the world is going down the drain, right? But no, uh, we got to stay strong for tomorrow. And uh, yeah, my inbox really is open if y'all want to hit me up to talk shit or cry or I, I don't know. Tell me what you ate for breakfast. Um, send me a picture of your cat. All right, that's it. I'll close out with that. Uh, <laughs> thank you for supporting me, and um, I'll see y'all in a couple weeks. Hello, friends. It's Christina again. As always, thank you for listening. If you want to support Pickles and Vodka, you can give us a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts, Follow us on Facebook and Instagram, Pickles and Vodka Podcast. If you could relate to anything at all we talked about today, or you just want to say hi, email me at picklesandvodkapodcast at gmail.com, or DM me on Instagram at picklesandvodkapodcast. Stay safe and have a good week. Bye.